What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. This week's uh, happy hour is in honor of uh, someone in Trump world calling Jenna Ellis Thundercunt. Because I can't say it on the regular show. <laughs> no. This is the Thundercunt version. Right. Of... <laughs> Could, and that's what I'm going to call you Thundercunt every yeah. time you come down the stairs. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, officially. That was that was my stripper name at the Itchy Kitty in Reseda. Thundercunt. You mm-hmm. need to go back to that. Yeah. Oh, look, John Fugel's thing is here. I, if I had my if my show were on Sirius XM exclusively, I could call it Thundercunt, couldn't I? We we call you Lightning Taint when you're not around. Thank you, John. That's so sweet. <laughs> okay, listen, this is the week for I dragged pop- you down to my level. I did it. I yes. dragged you down to my level. Thanks. Hey, it's a special appearance by John Fugelsing on Happy Hour. What? And now what? The debut appearance of Politics Girl, yep. which was fantastic, yes. and Richard Cheese. Yes. <laughs> he's he's lounging against the machine he once is. again, he and uh, we, we, we're all about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Thundercunt says, enjoy this. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. NetSuite.com slash Miller. NetSuite.com slash Miller. One more time, NetSuite.com slash Miller. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, listen, nothing is going to harsh my buzz this week because it's indictment week and it's my happy place. And you know where my happy place is. My 
mind. Milkshake brings all the boys in the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. Tomorrow. Teach you, but I have to try. <laughs> Tomorrow. I know Go funny. you want it. Yeah. The thing that makes me what the guys go crazy for. They lose their minds. Yeah. The way I wind. Wow. I think it's time. La, 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 la. <laughs> Sing with us. La. It up. La, yeah. La, 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 la. The boys are waiting. La, yeah. La, 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 la. Warm it up. La, 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 la. <laughs> In honor of the Cheeseboro memo, it's Richard Cheese, Richard everybody. Cheese. Good evening. <laughs> oh, Richard yeah. Cheese here to lounge against the machine once yes. again. Hello. <laughs> I'm so excited to be back. How are you? I'm excited. Well, you. I hear this is uh, potentially, pro- possibly, probably, perhaps your last ever tour. <laughs> Yeah, I that's what you, I tell you people. You seem to know that people uh, like to be grifted now with the in the age of Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've latched onto that. And uh, so this farewell tour is going to last for at least three more years. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then we'll really be done. You're the share of lounge. It's like, no, it's my farewell tour, I swear. Um, I but, hope I'm the share of lounge. That would be fantastic. <laughs> so is Richard, Bob Mackey coming in to fit me? Right? <laughs> Jody. Uh, Jody. He lives in Palm Springs. It'll take a minute. You have his number. (laughs) So Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine performing a worldwide live stream live from Los Angeles here this Sunday, August 20th at uh, 8 p.m., correct? Yeah, that's right. And we're doing it here at a theater in L.A. called Dynasty Typewriter. The show is sold out, but I have tickets for you guys. So I'll tell you right now, next Monday morning show is going to be late. (laughs) You guys are coming to the show. It's a Sunday night. You'll have to, you know, stay out past 9 p.m. Oh, dear. And I want you all to come see us. Aw. Well, you know I love your stuff. It just makes me happy. For some reason, Milkshake became every time I was happy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, play the Milkshake song. Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you like it. Yeah. But wait, and, I understand. This is this is a really good week without the milkshake song because it's indictment week. That's yeah. right. But I'm so grateful that I'm part of it. Yes. You. Oh, I understand. You would like to play guess the quote. You would like to play one of our games. Oh yeah, I okay. absolutely. I'm ready. Okay, I, here I we think go. I can do better than uh, Chris. <laughs> Anyone can do better than Chris. Well, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Mr. Trump, like every American, has a First Amendment right to free speech, but that right is not absolute. In a criminal case such as this one, the defendant is free free speech is subject to the rules. Who said that? Elroy Jetson. Hey! Oh, I thought he got it right. No, Judge. I thought so too. No, I'll give you one more chance, Richard Cheese. Uh All right. Uh, this is a criminal case. The need for this criminal case to proceed in a normal order and to protect the integrity of the process means there are going to be limits on the defendant's speech. Who said that? Boo Boo Bear! Boo Boo Bear! No, 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 no! Judge uh, Chutkin. Chris, you're right. It is hard. It's hard. It's a hard game. Uh, I do an know. impression of Boo Boo, by the way. Should I do that now? Sure. Yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, Yogi. That is worse than my Conor McGregor, but okay. Well, I'm on strike now, so I'm not putting in all my effort into it. Okay, good excuse. (laughs) Thank you. You know, I was joking with you about, you obviously are, you know, decided to, because there's so many suckers, in essence, Trump is... You're just going to keep saying you're doing a farewell tour, but I just, is there, you know, the it's small town song. There's some new one, isn't there, that I just, uh, what's it called? Something about rich men north of, rich men north of Richmond or something is oh, the new right wing something know. anthem. 
something. Yeah, I will I will not be doing a lounge version of any of those. Good, thank you. <laughs> somebody, oh, somebody tweeted, these people just want to be grifted. I'm going to uh, start bottling farts and call it Freedom Air. <laughs> That's actually a brilliant idea. Yeah. I like that. He's some like no name country guy, but I don't know. It's some other racist anthem yeah. that's uh, now the, the new big thing. Richard, I feel like yeah. we are we are going to see an upsurge in great music very soon, where we'll get rid of that stuff off the charts. Look at Taylor Swift, by the way. Yes, yeah. she's she's bigger than ever. Yep. And uh, she and I are are engaged. Are it's you? Not been publicly nice. released. Uh-huh. Nice. And uh, to be clear, I'm not marrying her for the money. No. At all. Of course not. She's, She's super hot, but <laughs> really rich. Do you do a lounge so. version of any of her songs? Yeah, we do uh, Shake It Off, which wow. is a wonderful number. Yes. And uh, I want we're, I we're hear performing that. it on the live stream, so okay. you better tune in. you got to be there, Steph. I want to hear it now, Daddy. <laughs> oh, I can I can play it for you now. Hang on. Let me get my... Really? Oh, I don't play an instrument. Well, never mind. <laughs> That's why he has the band, Stephanie. That's why you-, you can go to you can go to my YouTube page. It's right there, there at go. the Richard Cheese YouTube page. We do Shake It Off. We also do uh, Look What You Made Me Do. That's another song yeah. that she recorded. We did a lounge version of that. That's fantastic. Uh, she's the best. Yeah. Um, Spain, it's been a hard year for music. Dear God, we've lost like every giant just about in the music business, huh? Yeah, and you know, Tony Bennett just passed, yeah. and he's one of the biggest influences in my career. I actually got to sing a duet with him live at the Universal Amphitheater. This would have been in the 90s for an event with K-Rock, the radio station. He was the nicest guy. And I'm actually, I want to tell you my Tony Bennett story. Uh, I went, after I had done the duet with him and I had met him, I went backstage at one of his other shows. They they got me a pass and I got to go see him. And he remembered me. And, you know, I'm sure he meets a thousand people a day, but he was very nice. So I, I walked up to him and I said, Hey, Tony, I'm Richard Cheese, remember? And he goes, hey. And I said, that was a great show. And he said, wow. (laughs) That was it. Wow, that's a fantastic story, Richard. Thanks. (laughs) I love him. He's the best. Yeah. Um. (laughs) We're going to actually, I'm going to perform I Left My Heart in San Francisco as a tribute to him during the live stream on Sunday. Nice. Do you, I'm curious, were you influenced by, you know, because it's kind of a, a staple, the lounge versions of songs like, you know, from SNL on. Were you influenced by any of that? I mean, who, I can't remember. Oh, now. yeah. Bill Murray, like, who else did they, who was the duo, male, male female, yeah. they did the lounge thing mm-hmm. on SNL? There was were, it there, Saturday Night Live had a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I pretty much stole my bit from Bill Murray, no yeah. question about it. But um, the difference is that I have a live band that tours and we actually go out and perform the songs. And the other twist is that I play and sing the songs uncensored. You know, I do right. all the songs because I respect the lyrics. Right. Yeah. You know, you listen to a song like WAP by Cardi B. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is one of the, Classics. it's a new golden age of songwriting. And so we, we sing them faithfully. We, we sing all the words the way they were written. Wow. Well, I don't think you can approach Ben Shapiro reading the lyrics to WAP, but... You know what? I'm sure it's a close second, Richard, and that's that's the best you, you can do. Yeah, um, we we released WAP uh, in 2021, our cover, and it's the biggest video on my website. And there's nothing in the video; it's just the word WAP. 
but it's got a, I don't know, a million views by now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The kids love it. Yeah. Oh, we can't find Ben Shapiro Aww. reading the lyrics. I, I never Thank thought God anyone could make that it. make that song unsexy, but Ben Shapiro, I have to give it to him, made it sound completely unappetizing. Yeah. Maybe? Before I forget. Yes. I just, I wanted to mention, I know that you have a lot of people who work in Washington, D.C. listening to your yeah, show. sure. And I'm sure there's a lot of White House people listening. I want Richard Cheese to perform at a White House Christmas party. Yes. So if someone sense. listening can book us, yeah, uh, we'll come out there for free. We'll do it for free. Someone should no book you when dollars Ken, required. When Ken Cheeseborough gets gets indicted, <laughs> for sure yeah. you need to play that indictment. Well, don't you? Richard, he is ruining yes. my good name. <laughs> you, uh, you, Richard has a couple of um, Christmas albums. I mean, he has. A oh, whole I know. Catalog. We play every Christmas. We play every every we Christmas. We play your Jingle Bell Dog song. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we have our first Christmas album is called Silent Night Club. And then we put out Cocktails with Santa. And uh, these have my, I don't know if you've heard my big song. It's called Christmas in Las Vegas. Yes. It's one of the, it's now a holiday classic. We play that every year. Yeah. uh, There's something, I don't know what it is. Because remember, we've like fallen down into the rabbit holes of songs done in the wrong style. Yeah, we did. (laughs) It's just, I don't know why. It's just wildly entertaining to hear songs done. I'm very grateful. I I love doing it. And, you know, as long as I've got a good band, I can take any song and swankify it. And that's, that's the gift. Yeah, well, swankify this. Do you have Ben Shapiro? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Here are some of the lyrics. You ready? Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. P word. Oh, that makes it sexier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he says P word. You got to say the whole word. Yeah, yes. You're, yeah. You're, Not here, though, Richard. Don't Not here. No. But you got you to gotta be faithful to the songwriters. Right. Yes. Ex- <laughs> exactly. Okay. Because it, it's an art. <laughs> I, but the one true thing that was ever said is there are some whores up in this house. Yeah. Almost in every There house. are. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You, know, you know who you are. Okay. Well, are you going to be doing WAP at, at the live stream? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to be doing WAP. We're going to do Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg. Uh, we've got a couple of new songs. We're doing that Beyonce, uh, You Won't Break My Soul song. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's a great, great, great lyric. I, I assume and, that is um, Bajency approved. The Bajency has approved it. The Bayhive. Uh, I, I hope so. Yeah. Okay. And if they haven't, they'll find out on Sunday. All right. Uh, but we have a lot of songs, and, and uh, there's a lot of costume changes you're seeing my my tiger tux yes jacket today. it's really something four others mm-hmm. that i wrote did you today. steal that from siegfried and roy or is that just uh, <laughs> I, I did i actually original. got it from after the show shut down uh-huh. uh the tigers opened an import export Everybody business and this was one of the, the suits that i was able to get yes oh, wow well that's so, interesting yeah with all these costume changes you really are the share of lounge music there you go. yeah well i learned a lot from share yeah and uh I used to watch the Sonny and Cher show live when it first aired, you know, in the sure. 70s yeah. when it was on. And uh, remember when at the end of the show they bring out Chastity yep. yeah. and they just have her, their baby on the show? Uh-huh. Yeah. And that was on, they would just stand there with her for like five minutes. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Golden age of television. Uh, yes. How can people tune into this live stream? Uh, you just go to richardcheese.com. The tickets are on sale there. Okay. Uh, it's like 15 bucks, okay. and it's available all over the world. Uh, so if you're in you know, Europe, you can watch it, I guess, at 6 a.m. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, 8 o'clock Pacific time, uh-huh. and it's a live stream, and uh, it's 
It's uncensored and uh, live from Los Angeles. It's going to be fantastic. Let me give. Let's tell you a little brief love story about Richard Cheese and his uh, commitment to excellence. He wore a tux to do my stupid little basement radio show last time you were here live, and then Chris saw you changing down at the end of the street. And so you, (laughs) just for us, did you you, see me changing? I I, I drove past you and you were changing. You can use our bathroom next time. Yeah, it's like it's not like it's not like Superman. We know you're the same guy. It's not like so you can change here. But that was. Your commitment to excellence in my little fart joke radio show basement was really touching. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored. Please. <laughs> and I will absolutely, I would love to come back and be in studio sometime. Yes, and yes. I want to bring my whole band. Yeah. Let's studio? lounge. To play let's, live. let's lounge, man. Okay. Yes. Love yeah. you, Richard. We link to everything on yep. uh, StephanieMiller.com. And RichardCheese.com for the uh, tickets to the live stream. Yes. Thank See you, Richard. you so much. And we're also playing Vegas and Seattle and Portland. And uh, I hope you all come out and see us because this is my last tour. You are a giant liar. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> You're a lying sack of crap. All right, there he goes, the head Thank cheese. you, guys. Head Thanks, cheese. Richard. Did I, did I say head cheese? Have a great day. Happy right. Indictment Week. Happy Indictment Week. <laughs> Happy Indictment Week. <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Politics girl. Yay, this is so exciting on Indictment Day. Happy Indictment Day. Happy birthday. Well, thank you. It's my birthday, and Fanny Lewis gave me a beautiful Rico charge just wrapped in a bow. So (laughs) thanks, Fanny. So this appearance is Mark Hamill blessed, as you know. The force is with us. But I I love that Mark Hamill. I have loved you on Twitter forever, and I've been whining, haven't I, Chris, forever. When are we getting politics? Yes, you have. And then someone tweeted, and here you are. Dreams do come true. Rico charges, fourth oh, indictments. Oh, <laughs> but what was your, I was saying, Lee, I don't, I, I don't know what your reaction was. I am sort of amazed by my own ability to spill be amazed <laughs> at, the, at the breadth and depth of his criminality. Anything that surprised you about this latest indictment? Well, you know what, like... I don't know if it's so surprising. We knew Fonnie Willis was working a little hard out. You know, she was working incredibly hard. I think the thing that, I mean, he's got, he's got a whole trifecta now. It's hot indictment summer. Like this is bananas, right? (laughs) So I think the thing that's so fascinating is now we've got espionage, we've got conspiracy against the United States, and now we have like mob boss Rico charges. And so it just feels like a full picture of the man we used to have as president. So it's not so much that I'm, surprised it's that it feels like 
between D.C. and Florida and Georgia, they're really telling us the full picture of who this man was, who we all kind of knew innately. And now it feels a little bit like, okay, we weren't going crazy. We weren't taking crazy pills. We watched this all happen. And look, we weren't wrong, you know? And I think that is uh, redeeming for so many of us. Chris Christie said, when are we going to stop pretending this is normal? That we're on the fourth indictment and the, what is it, hundredth and something felony Mm -hmm. charge against the front runner of the Republican Party for president. I mean, I, I just... Did you ever find feel like I feel like that's what seemed to drive you is you're just this you're a normal mom <laughs> just hangs out in your kitchen but you are so yeah. good at explaining stuff to normal people but that's what it yeah. is isn't it that we're like thought we were taking crazy pills all the, this Trump era yeah well I mean look I started this uh, before the Trump era which is ironic because I'm just such a passionate politics nerd that's why I call myself politics girl yeah um, because I really do care um i really do believe that politics can be a force for good in the world and i think people have forgotten that i think they've forgotten that government can do good things that a lot of the things that we deal with in our regular life are actually government policy and not paying attention to government doesn't mean government doesn't affect you it means you can't affect it and ultimately we all kind of checked out yeah so before the trump years I was doing like civics, like right. civics online. I mean, with my personality, it was a little bit more like civics with sass. But in general, <laughs> it was, you know, it was like, why are we having Iowa caucuses? Like anything that confused me personally, I was right. like, I don't, I don't understand. Now, why do we start in the whitest state in America every year? Like, why is that the deciding yeah. factor? Why do we start there? Where so is I that kitchen? Where do you live? Where is that kitchen that you do your... <laughs> I know. My kitchen is so deceiving. I live in Los Angeles. It oh. is not a Los Angeles okay. kitchen. So oh. People all think I live somewhere else. Oh, I'm going to be um, super clingy and your new best friend now that you told me. <laughs> That's a mistake. Be okay. careful. <laughs> but you got a husband, a 15-year-old son, and you just, mm-hmm. uh, you were saying, even Michael Steele, who's my buddy too, who's on the show mm-hmm. a lot, yep. he, you know, he was saying the same thing I just said to you. This is what we need to message. It's just people that are regular people that explain things the way regular people can understand them. And that's what you do in your kitchen. Here's how politics affects me. Yeah, I think ultimately at the end of the day, the things that I do when I started in the kitchen and I started doing the rants, it was basically because my husband couldn't take it anymore. You know, like, we've been married for 18 <laughs> He's like, years. shut up. <laughs> you know, you, you guys see me. Like, if that was coming at you all day long, he was like, Look, you know, like, I love you. I love your energy please put it somewhere else and uh and so i'm never going to be invited and, over your husband's gonna be like oh my god <laughs> he, gets Two of them. he gets it he gets it he knows he's gonna yeah no um he it's the thing is is that like we have so many of us have so many thoughts and we don't like i think one of the things that i'm i'm good at is that i'm able to put into words what people are thinking or i'm thinking what people can't quite put into words so when i say it they go yeah that right and i think that's the thing it's that so many of us we have so much more power than we think we do but it allows us when you hear it spelled out simply you go yeah that's what i was trying to say to my dad at dinner the other night you know that kind of thing so it helps people talk to their own people i love what you said a while back you said you know a lot of the stuff that's gotten you know up in this country it's by women that look like me (laughs) (laughs) it's dead inside white ladies like us (laughs) But yeah. that is the one of the challenges, right? Is how did any woman ever vote for Trump, and how many, how in God's name could any women still be thinking of voting for Trump? And obviously, there are millions. What do you think? Yeah, but it's 
I think it's not even just Trump. I think it's the Republican Party. I think there have been, I mean, white women, <laughs> people that look like me, um, are a problem because we do get a lot of our power in a patriarchy from our proximity to white men, right? So right. if white men are at the top of the ladder, um, as white women, even if it's subconscious, you have proximity to power, so you're number two. And I think that there are a lot of people that think, I just want to keep my place in society, and if I can hold up this structure, even again, if it's subconscious, then I keep my place. Because honestly, right. <laughs> women are way down there. We see that. We saw what happens when any woman tries to say, like, you know what, I think I'll take some power. Everyone's like, oh, that's too much. I know you yeah. have all the experience, but like, <laughs> don't be asking well, for power. It's like Hillary. We are still not ready. It's like Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton said last but, night. Why, you know, okay. when he, Rachel Esther, why does you know Trump hate the women's soccer team? She goes, "Well, those are some push, pushy women there." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys, I literally sell a shirt that says "Melfi Women" because that's what I've always been. <laughs> and I, I like. I think the thing is, is that there's an old. Um, I want to say Dalai Lama quote that says that the world will be saved by the Western woman. And I don't think that's just, it's certainly not just the white woman, but it's the its the women who live within a democracy, who realize their power, who say, mm, enough. It's, you know, I always say that it's like, America needs a tough mom. Like we need a mom that's like, yo, I'm gonna pull this car over. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I've had enough of this. Pull it together. And I think it is women that are like that. I think that's why the you, Barbie movie resonated yes. so much with people, right? They were like, yeah, man, yeah. like, this is yeah. a messed up society, and, like, I got things to say, and I think that sometimes, um, when you haven't been top of the food chain, it, it allows you to say, I've noticed that things are broken, and I think that we should probably fix it, and when you start saying it out loud, a lot of other people go, yeah, you yeah. are the mom that's going to pull this country over, um, you know what? I really think that. I might be. <laughs> you are not kidding. You are not effing around. Um, do you get frustrated with, you know, polls or Biden's approval rating when you're so good at enunciating the same stuff that I try to do every day, which is he has been the most successful president maybe ever. I mean, just in, in every way, by every barometer. How do you suggest we we get that out there better? I mean, in what world could we even be close in a Trump, you know, Trump uh, to Biden matchup. Yeah, it's astounding, right? Um, I think the thing is, is that what I always say is we're responsible for our people. So those of us who can see how successful this president is, and it's not even up for debate. I mean, you look at his economics, you look at what he's done, the bills he's passed, everything he got done in the first two years is so unbelievably excellent for the country from infrastructure and jobs to the chips act to the pact act i mean it's just endless good things for the country and then you look at things where he's like i think we should include mental health in american health care and the republicans are like i think we should get rid of health care right and you're like that's funny what i mean there's americans out there that are like hmm, between those two you know what i mean like yeah just there are so many wonderful things that the Democrats are doing and want to do and plan to do. And I say all the time, like, if you are not happy, if you say, hey, you know, I'm I hear that you're saying that the unemployment is down. I hear that you're saying that the economics are good. I hear that you're saying that these things are going well, but I don't feel it. I don't 
I don't feel like things are going well. I can't afford a house or my rent is too high or like I have to commute too long to my job or I can't get health care. So I'm not feeling it. So don't tell me things are good. And then this other party tells you things are super bad and you go, yeah, yeah that's how I feel. I feel like things are bad. And I think the thing is, is that we are responsible to change that narrative. We personally, yeah. when we're talking to the person in our salon chair or at the grocery store or at our dining room table, it's us that are paying attention that know the difference yeah. that can say, you know what, that's actually not true. And I would look that up. I used to say to my dad all the time, who is definitely a conservative at heart, yeah. but has changed his mind over the years. Um, he'd say something and I'd say, where did you hear that? And I always think that that's the best way to approach people, you know, with curiosity yeah. Yeah. as opposed to argumentativeness. And it's, don't get me wrong, I can be incredibly argumentative, but <laughs> I find that curiosity, I know. Shocking, I love that in a woman. But I find that, <laughs> Melfi, she's Melfi. But I, I find that that curiosity is the way to go, where you go, where did you hear that? Like, what, what's the source of yeah. that? Like, where did you read that? I'd love to go and check that out. And then most of the time, they don't know where they heard that. They don't know where they read that. And you go, because what I know is I, blankety blank, you know, yeah. they're actually doing great or the blah, blah, And then it gets into their head. So then when they hear something later on the radio or they hear, yeah. they can't keep feeding their own, which yeah. is actually wrong Lee, and incorrect narrative. Yeah, Lee, I just lost my 100-year-old mom uh, a few weeks ago. And I used to call her my, Aww. you know, 100-year-old Republican Fox News watching mom. And inevitably, when I would say, mom, where did you hear that? <laughs> Fox News, you know, yeah. and it is yeah. really a poison in our body politic. And that's all I could say is, you know, she had Alzheimer's. And at some point we just stopped talking politics. But I was saying that, that I, you know, maybe that's how we heal or take back our country is one person that you love uh, at a time. I mean, I, I, I don't know how else, because it, it is really kind of when you hear these interviews at MAGA rallies, it's just so depressing. <laughs> it is. Education you know what, level the, the, That we don't have two sets, you know, that we don't have one set of facts in this country anymore. Yeah. And you know what? I honestly think that the things we have to do, A, are vote for Democrats, because yeah. the more power we have in Congress, if we hold the presidency, if we have local state houses, these kind of things, then we can start asking our representatives for change, because we know Democrats are willing to do that. Even if they are old school Democrats, if we have enough pressure on yeah. them to say like, hey, this is actually what we want. And what we want is truth in broadcasting laws. You cannot just lie to us on the network you and, cannot just take my mother and lie to her all day long and tell her the exact opposite of what is true so much so that yeah. they have to you know settle for over 700 million dollars just because yeah. the that great documentary because, the brainwashing of my dad mm -hmm. yeah that's amazing um, documentary and, and, and by so the way, we Lee, need to work on things like that i just wanted to say you're you know so good at and i you know you retweeted the stakes of this election, it is not hyperbole to say it is fascism versus democracy. And you said, you know, this thread reminds me of that quote, the road to fascism is lined with people telling you to stop overreacting. And as women, people told us to stop overreacting. They're never going to overturn Roe, right? And so, you know, stop overreacting about how bad it'll be if Trump gets in, right? And, and here we are. And yet, here we are. <laughs> and I find it fascinating because not only were we correct that they were coming after it, we were correct that they're not stopping at Roe. 
this is the plan is not to stop at Roe. The plan is to roll back everything they didn't like from the beginning, mm -hmm. to roll back civil rights, to roll back gay rights, to roll back women's rights. I mean, honestly, I think they'd like to roll back workers' rights. We now have children working in factories again. We have children doing night shifts at chemical plants. You know, like they'd love to take us all the way back to the time of the robber baron, where there was a certain type of American man who was in charge and the rest of us kind of fell in line. Yeah. And you could treat your secretary or your workers or whoever like you wanted to, because it was capitalism, capitalism first. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people often say that, you know, the the foundational problem of our nation is that we built it on slavery. And I agree with that 100% that we built our foundations on shaky, awful ground. But I would say even deeper than that is the foundation of greed. We Slavery is a product of greed. Yep. And we built our nation on greed. And having people work for free and work in your land for free was part of that. And that is kind of the problem that has carried us through to this time now yep. and the people that want power and money they cannot get enough yep. um yeah. it feels like an old-fashioned children's they, they parable don't and the rest of us are watching it happen yep um listen now that i know that we both uh, live here in los angeles here's my pitch you are everything i dreamed you'd be in more i someone needs to do a political <laughs> betty and veronica uh obviously uh betty is straight veronica's gay in this version this is we good. fight for truth justice in the american way all right. Well, well, you know what? We'll work on it later. Yeah, um, we'll workshop that. We'll workshop it. I'm I'm 100% in, but you have to have to like, her hair was always with the blue streak. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lee McGowan, I am politics girl on Twitter and elsewhere. What a, what a treat. And I hope you'll come back again and again. Absolutely. Happy birthday to me for being here with you. Yeah, happy it's your birthday. birthday. It's your birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy Indictment Day. <laughs> See you, Lee. Thanks, Lee. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Right. There she goes. <laughs>